Hello, everyone, and welcome to Soul Gazing, the podcast where we talk about stories, historical facts, K-pop, and everything that we want to talk about. Yes, and my name is Michelle, and I currently have a half do. <laughs> and I'm Rike, and I have eight fingernails. Yes. Now let us talk about why beauty has failed us. <laughs> beauty has betrayed us. Yeah. So, well, first of all, I guess. For me, a little life update. I'm now fully vaccinated. And so, did she get a sticker? Oh no, they didn't even give me a sticker. Aww. Sad, rude. I know. Why else would you do it? I know, right? Why else? Why else <laughs> would you vote or get vaccinated? You want the sticker? Seriously, you want the sticker? Nothing else. Yeah. So and democracy <laughs> and restaurants to open. <laughs> exactly. But yes. Sorry. Go so ahead. yeah, I finally went out into the wilderness <laughs> to get my hair cut for the first time in like over a year. Mm-hmm. And I also got it straightened. So like perm straightened. And I guess it just didn't work out or like my hair was like, what is this? I refuse this. <laughs> and it's not fully straightened. So I might have to go back. So that's why I have oh, like man. a half do. <laughs> More chemicals on your hair. Mm-hmm. But I'm used to it. Been doing it okay. for way too long. <laughs> Oh, wow. Does it actually damage your hair a lot or is it just... No, it actually doesn't. It's not supposed to damage. It's supposed to... I mean, honestly, my hair looks more damaged when it's not straightened. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, it looked wild. Not in a bad way. It's just very all over the place. Yeah. So I guess this is more a way to tame it. Yes. Tame your lion mane. Tame it. So yeah, I tamed that partially and then i also Mm -hmm. went to get my car checked so i'm fully ready to be out there yes ready to be a normal person again (laughs) yeah ready to be my best self ready to go out there and and just show the world here i am (laughs) yes please show them show everyone because you also got your hair cut and looks really cute oh it's a really good length on you and i've never seen it this short in like over five years i've never seen oh no i haven't had it this short since i was like a freshman in high school (laughs) yeah exciting we like changes speaking of changes i got my nails changed i got um new gel nails and it's been a week and a half and i've already lost two which is not a good sign Mm -hmm. i do admit that they have been mistreated a little bit due to work but i still believe that they should not come off this easily Especially not for the price you pay for them. So I also have to go back in and get the two that have come off. Either redone or just get a whole new set. But we'll see. If you get a new set, what color are you going to get? I was thinking of doing like different pastel colors for each nail. So like really summery. And failing that, I'll get black and gold for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. No reason at all. (laughs) Moving on. Yes. (laughs) I guess we can jump into some K-pop news because we had a few comebacks this week. Mm -hmm. The first one I want to talk about is your first son, Temin, had a (laughs) comeback. My firstborn. Yes, with advice. And I have been listening more and more to the song and I actually really like it. It's so badass. I like it a lot. Yes. And I like because I think there's five songs on the mini mini album mm-hmm. ep whatever yeah. it's called and i like them all this one with taeyeon from yeah formerly girls generation although she i don't need to mention that she's a incredible singer in yes. her own right and it's just 
her voice is beautiful and they work so well together and mm -hmm. i'm just excited about the ep by temin yeah my fit um i mean i don't i don't have favorites <laughs> <laughs> yeah for me i like the song he has sad kids <laughs> oh yeah oh. <laughs> just sad kids lost i was yes I was so confused at the title until it got to the chorus and it's just like, oh man, there's this slaps in the saddest way. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But yeah, I really think it's a solid EP, definitely. I agree. And it's a great work to see us off before joining the army. Oh, God. He will be very dearly missed. He will, he will be. be missed. Oh, my Chingu. Yeah, my first Chingu. Your Chingu. Your first is it is he your first Chingu yeah. to join the <gasps> Oh, wow, what a momentous moment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you for recognizing that. I'm eloquent. Mm -hmm. Right, and second of all, we have our other sons. Should we at some point mention that we don't actually believe them to be our offspring? <laughs> it's just a, it's just an endearing term yes. for K-pop boys that are near and dear to our hearts yeah. and that we really, really root for and are excited yes, about. And we'd so love speaking to protect. Of, yes, exactly. Um, to One, the artist formerly known as Too, <laughs> came back with um, "Son of Beast." Yes, Son of a Beast, which. Is a he? They are such son of beasts. Yes. Um. It's a funky song. I enjoy it. Me too. And yeah. Did you listen to the album? No, that's the only album I haven't been able to get to okay. this week. I think it's really solid. I like it. I was hoping that they were gonna do another cover of like an old oh, Western yeah. song, but they didn't, and sadly. But they actually um. The album has a rearranged version of um, Don't Fear Now, which is one of their songs. It's not my favorite thing, but I like um, the idea of like revisiting their own songs and, yeah. you know, giving them a new, giving them new life. So yes. that was really cool. And I do like the, the new songs, the original songs. There's also an English version of Son of a Beast. So <gasps> look forward to that. Yes. Yes. I will look forward to it. Yes. But yes, the third and I think final comeback we're going to talk about is mm. Hayes. Mm -hmm. She finally came back with her album Happen. Yes. And I already told you how much I like yeah. it, but I listened to it so much last night mm -hmm. because I was just obsessed with it. And I just love all the songs. They're so good. Oh, I love when that happens. That is the best feeling in the world when you just have an album, no matter how long it is, and you just love every single song. Yeah. That's the best feeling. Because usually with Haze, she's kind of has very chill songs, and then it's nice to listen to, yeah. but I'm never like, oh my God. Yeah, but this time, I, I was away. like, <gasps> because I think a lot of it also has to do with just like the vibe of everything and just the emotion she puts in her songs. And yeah, God, this time around, it's so good. And my favorite is the one that is featuring um, Kim Yeun. Oh, yeah. From the rain. Yeah, that one. I don't know what is about it, but it sounds very I think she's like a traditional singer. Oh, like you can kind of yeah. tell it's the like those people who like wear hanbok and then they sing like super old songs. Mm -hmm. It's kind of that feel with like the traditional instruments and stuff yeah. and i just really like it it makes me feel like yeah i'm a widower in like <laughs> a widower <Joseon> era <laughs> yeah and it just an era like waiting <laughs> i don't know it just makes me feel like i'm there yeah oh man that's great you can travel through time mm -hmm. 
I don't want to make a joke about the song that Kim that Hichol did with like who was it dancing in the back? Was that A.T.'s? <laughs> yes, the it's Hichol and yeah, 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 we talked about it. Where I forgot the I think it was Kyunghoon and then B.B. was. Um, yeah, featuring. But basically, it just f- felt like I was yeah. there <laughs> in that music video. Yeah, that 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 song still makes me very happy. But yeah, um, I liked the the um album a lot too. I really liked like the first time and the Walking Dead. Those two stood out to me on the first listen. Yeah. But what I really thought was interesting is that all of the songs are like kind of chill mm-hmm. like none of them are like really hard or fast or anything but they're all so different yeah I know. they're really each of them has like its own thing going on its very own sound and yeah. it's so cool and honestly for me i usually if the albums come out and then there are like instrumental like interludes or like outros and stuff i usually don't really oh, listen the to the outro but the yeah. outro i feel like haze the really outro. it's so good yeah oh man that, that that was amazing that one yeah so yeah and the title solid. destiny it's just a tiny dot yes Aww. beautiful profound <laughs> but yes p nation strikes again doing great stuff love it yes yes so now we're gonna jump straight into our Korean word of the week. We've got a special one. Mm-hmm. This week's word is hejok. Hejok, and that means pirate. Ooh, I wonder pirate. why. <laughs> yo ho, yo ho. Yes. So the example sentence I have is hejok wangi watta, and that means the pirate king has come. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Boy, has he... No, I'm not going to finish that. (laughs) Boy, has he come. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, we're just finding ways to talk about ATs without talking about ATs. Yes. I mean... Amazing. This is just our little... I don't know. I mean, we love pirates, so why not? We do. It's totally because of our own volition and not because of ATs. Exactly. Please. No, of course not. Pirates were our thing first. Exactly. You can't take it away from us. No, you can't. Unless you're a pirate. (laughs) Okay, since we are always trying to make our Korean word of the week and our topic of the week more or less related... You may have guessed that this week's topic is pirates. And we're so excited. (laughs) We love pirates. God. And um, we were kind of, we had a concept for this episode in mind and we're trying to come up with things. And then as our conversations tend to do, we just went onto the topic of pirates Mm -hmm. and made that this week's theme. Yes. And it's going to be amazing. It is. So basically what we're going to do in this Hopefully, we'll turn into some kind of series. Yeah. Not exclusively related to pirates, but what we're going to do is we're going to have the best in the category and the worst in the category that we can find. So we're going to start with the best pirate or one of the best pirates we could research and then one of the worst pirates, (laughs) as you will see. (laughs) So this week, I have the best. So I will talk about one of the best pirates. And, of course, disclaimer, we're not, you know, history experts. No. (laughs) This is going to be sprinkled in with our opinions and just, you know. We're two people with 
computers and access to the internet, and we're just gonna work with that. Yes, we are. So now I'm gonna jump into the best pirate. So did you know that the most successful pirate in history was a Chinese woman? I did know that, but please tell me more because I'm so excited that it's a lady pirate. I know she is. Well, of course, pirating is bad, piracy bad, but you know, yes, she's still bad. Of course, we do not condone crime in any way. Yes, but <laughs> but we like cool stories. So yes. here we go. So I will be talking about the pirate queen of the South China Sea, and that is Captain Zheng Shi. Yes, or as. People who don't really know Chinese say Ching Shi, <laughs> because that's how it's written in English. <laughs> that's what I would say then. Thank you. Thanks for calling me yeah. out. <laughs> so bear with me. I'm gonna just call her Captain Jung because it'll be easier. Trust me. <laughs> with all the names, I will start talking about later. Oh. All right. So let's start from the beginning. Which it's a good start. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so of course, with these pirate stories, they're from very long ago and. Sometimes there isn't much um, like records, at least, of what happened. So there's some debate on whether like when she was born or like where she was even yeah. born. Yeah. So for me, I just put like her early life is pretty much debated. But mm -hmm. she was born some sometime in the 1770s, of course, peak Ooh, pirate. Okay. <laughs> Yes. Yes, in the southern coast of China, and it's said that she's like it's Guangdong province, which I'm from. Mm -hmm. Hey. <laughs> oh, hey. So her birth name is Shi Yang, mm -hmm. but she is known by the names of Zheng Yi Sao, which means Zheng Yi's wife, or oh. most notably, it's Zheng Shi, which I mentioned earlier, which spoiler alert means Zheng's widow. Oh. Yay. Oh, okay, that just fixed my lighting problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> just need a little widow. Mm-hmm. Oh, how sad. Yeah. So uh, most of her life, she grew up in poverty, and she actually worked in a brothel as a sex worker when she was younger. I think it was when she was mm -hmm. 13, she was put into a brothel. Oh, man. Yeah. It's just, I know times were different back then, but that's just wrong. It really that's is. That's just wrong. But yeah, back then... Because she, um, it's rumored, like, she lived in the coast, and she was part of, like, the boat people. <laughs> boat? Yeah, the, the seamen? Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so, back then, there were these floating brothels. So, basically, it's, like, brothels on boats that would sail along the coast. And oh, they were wow. called, like, flower boats or, like, flower palaces or something, which makes it seem a lot prettier than it is. I was going to say, that sounds very, like, elegant and sophisticated. Yeah. Interesting. Was that for, like, tax purposes? <laughs> I, I know, right? If you're just, like, in the middle of yeah. two countries, then you don't have to pay. Mm -hmm. Nah, but... Welcome to your flower boat. Yeah, so this is actually where she meets her soon-to-be husband, because soon to be dead yeah. husband mm -hmm. so in 1801 that's like the first i think for sure date that we have mm -hmm. that's when she married Zheng yi which is the husband to be mm -hmm. and who was the commander of the red flag fleet and wait for it a pirate <gasps> captain Woo! 
okay, okay, things are coming together nicely. Yes. So this was when she was in her twenties. Thankfully, I mean nice. she was not thirteen. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God. So they, the rumors are like there's also not records of exactly how they met and stuff. Obviously,、mm-hmm. some people, <laughs> it's very different. It's like some rumors say like, oh, he fell in love because she was very intelligent and she had like a knack for business and everything, and she was very like、oh. beautiful and whatnot.、Mm-hmm. Boss bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then other rumors said that he just kidnapped her, <laughs> like stole her away. Which let's it's hope it's the first one. It's probably more likely given the time and the circumstances and him being a pirate. But let's go with the first、yeah. one. I like the first yeah. one. Yeah, you know, let's go back he to fell、that. in love because she was so smart and like exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the second one doesn't negate the first one. It doesn't mean that she wasn't. But yeah. Oh man, damn pirates! I know. So after they、um, got married, she participated、Aww. fully in his pirate activities. Nice. And Basically, shared control of the fleets, which makes me want to believe the first part of him being in love with yeah, her and stuff. Yeah, that's true. That sounds like he was like, "Oh, she's capable." Yeah, not just、Get、like I'm、here. gonna kidnap you. You take、exactly. care of my pirates or something. Seriously, I mean, there had to be some kind of trust too. Yeah, that he was like, "Yes, I'll let you do that." And if she was a hostage of any kind, I doubt like either of them would have been willing to take that risk. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think anyone in his crew would have even listened to her if he would. If、yeah. she was just a hostage, that's true. <laughs> But yes, this is the girl I kidnapped. Anyway, she's your boss now. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. So we're not gonna get into Zhang Yi, the husband, much because six years into the marriage, he actually passed away.、And、there was a、okay. spoiler. Yeah. I mean, I. Joked earlier, but that actually is sad. Yeah, <laughs> only six years. We don't condone death either. Exactly. So that would have been、yeah. like eighteen oh seven. So、mm-hmm. of course there are two different stories to this of what happened, like how he died, because there's no records either. So、mm-hmm. one of the more popular ones is that he was killed by a tsunami at sea.、Mm-hmm. Stands to reason. And then another one was that he was murdered in Vietnam, which both also possible don't seem very fun. <laughs> So he was killed in some way. Yes, he was killed. It wasn't like natural causes or whatever. No, very nowadays very avoidable disease. Exactly, <laughs> and he was in his forties, so he was still pretty young. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, but so they were kind of because she would have been like in her late twenties, right? Yeah. So he was a bit older. Interesting.、Mm-hmm. But yes, the point is, this left the Red Flag Fleet, but it wasn't actually under Captain Jung's control. Because she wasn't the captain back then, so now this、oh. is where it gets a bit funky. Oh no! Family facts time. I see your red flag. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's gonna this be is red the flag. reddest flag. <laughs> Because okay, ah,、uh, the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> it was the best of times. It was the worst. Of times. Yes. So the couple back when they were married, they adopted a fisherman as their son. As one does, who was in his twenties. As one does, and his name was Zhang Bao,、mm-hmm. and it's written like Cheng Po. I'm sorry, <laughs> everyone who doesn't know Chinese. I know pinyin and romanization yeah, just sucks. Difficult. Yeah. So this fisherman, he was the heir to the pirate throne originally. <gasps> 
Okay. Uh, sorry, question. Yeah. Teacher. Is that why they adopted him? So they would have a male heir? Or was it just like, we like you, let's... I'll get into you know, that. Sign the papers and... Okay, good. Very good. <laughs> sign the pirate I'll papers. I'll shut up then. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because, so originally it was him who was going to be the heir to the pirate throne. And then, and he was going to be the commander. And then Captain Zheng Shi was going to be the confidant of sorts. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't just her adoptive son. He was also her husband's lover. Her husband's lover? Yeah, that's why they adopted him because... I love this story. I love that instead of being like, hey, let's ride this tricycle. Let's just have this open relationship. They're going like, oh, you're into him? We should adopt him. <laughs> yeah, so... That's great. So you can sleep with your adopted son. <laughs> Oh, Beautiful. The 1800s. Yeah. So back then, adoption was seen more like a kinship or like a discipleship rather than like oh, okay. adoption that we know today. <laughs> oh my God, I put the stupidest joke. <laughs> say it, say it. But adoption was seen more like a kinship or a discipleship, or in this case, a pirate ship. Haha. <laughs> 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 yes. But, awesome. Yeah. Love it. Love it. But yeah, he was um, this fisherman. <laughs> Zheng Bao was actually gonna, their, adopt, uh, their adoptive son, but also the husband's lover, but also the heir to the throne. <laughs> the pirate's throne. Just like multitasking on a whole yeah. other level. Well, within two weeks of the husband's death, though, Zheng Shi actually became lovers <laughs> with him and eventually married as well. <laughs> With her okay, adopted listen, son. I love how open they are. Yeah. Because this is what pe- like this is what white people wanted in like the 1960s. Like this free love thing. They were doing it My God. way back when. Yeah. The Chinese are just ahead of everyone. <laughs> so yeah. I mean. <laughs> Two weeks after her husband died, she marries her son. <laughs> anyway. As one does. Yeah. So anyway. Soon after that, though, because they're married and whatnot, Zheng Shi was actually able to get back the position of power with the Red Flag Fleet, and she gained leadership again. Mm-hmm. And this is where it all gets spicy. Yeah, but let, may I just reiterate, marrying, no wait, adopting the boy you are sleeping with, and then your widow marries the adopted boy, so many red flags. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is called the Red Flag Fleet. Haha. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, let's Absolutely. talk about the Red Flag Fleet. Mm-hmm. So, when she was a pirate, I think one of the biggest things that she was famous for is that she had a very strict pirate code that she led all her fleets with. And anyone found breaking the code, she would basically break you. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. So... A lot of the codes also made sure that women were not mistreated in the crew, since Zheng Shi's crew actually consisted of a good number of women. I was just gonna ask, that's really cool. Yeah, because you know how usually when you think of pirates, it's like, oh, women on board are like omens, they're bad, luck. Yeah. Yeah, she said nah. She said, (laughs) I'm here, so like... Exactly. (laughs) And one specific code said that if a pirate were to have a wife, they would need to treat her with respect. So it's like, hell Ooh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. People still have problems with that today. I know. We just Treating need... their partners with respect. Can't even do better than a pirate, please. Honestly, look at yourself. Ugh. 
But yeah, she was very intelligent. This is obviously, like, we don't know if Jung Yi married her because of this, but this is still true that she was very intelligent. Mm-hmm. She was an excellent businesswoman. Yeah. Hence why she was able to be so successful. Mm-hmm. So at the peak of her influence, she had around 1,800 ships. What? Yeah. 1,800? Yeah, 1,800 <gasps> ships. And they were crewed so cool. by 80,000 pirates. What? <laughs> yeah. They did not mess around. That is so many pirates on one ship. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> the hygiene must have been horrible. No, but to compare, I put down that Blackbeard, of course, like a very renowned mm-hmm. pirate, only had four ships crewed by 300 mm-hmm. pirates. Yeah. So... 1800 chips okay (laughs) (laughs) suck it edward seriously so she was basically unstoppable like (laughs) seriously her ships must have been everywhere yeah she honestly just like controlled the waters everywhere well that is awesome yeah so she would just pillage can she adopt me wink wink (laughs) (laughs) i know right if i were a pirate i would want her as my mom (laughs) Seriously, I would like to do a pirate ship in her <laughs> yes. company. <laughs> Take us under her pirate ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, she was, like I said, unstoppable. There were constant attempts to stop her because um, back then the China's Qing dynasty officials at the time, they were like really mm-hmm. trying to stop her. Like basically by force, they were like sending in ships to like intercept and stuff whenever she would... <laughs> go out and pirate it's like three ships and she's just like rolling up with 500 like what what (laughs) yeah what (laughs) along with she also like beat up the portuguese navy a bunch and then the east india company (laughs) so she was just like i'm sure they were assholes yeah she was just beating up all the pirates and nice oh i love it yeah so she 1800 yeah 1800s so this was like i said real quick recap Mm -hmm. 1801 is when she got married Mm -hmm. 1807 so that's six years later is when she Mm -hmm. when her husband died and then she Mm kind of like in those moments she gained control again and then started her real piracy Mm -hmm. but then she got so strong in such a short amount of time that the chinese government was just like okay let's stop this before (laughs) this gets out of control even more (laughs) So they gave up using force because they were just like never gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> and instead, the emperor at the time reached out to try and negotiate with her. Okay. And she agreed to meet up. So the terms of that agreement when they did meet were that she would have to surrender and disband all of her ships and her forces and stop piracy. For what though? And in return... She and all of her crew would be pardoned for everything that they've ever done. Mm. And on top of that, they'd be able to retire with all the loot that they collected. So they'll just keep whatever that they stole. (laughs) I mean, that sounds great in theory, but never trust an emperor. (laughs) You would... Yeah. Honestly, though, I feel like he was just like, oh, God, please stop. I'll give you anything you want. That's true. Yeah, and of course, she's a businesswoman. She understands negotiations. So deciding that the pirate's life wasn't for her anymore, she did accept. Because she also, I think, was going through... um, She was struggling at the time because the Portuguese Navy was starting to, like, get up on her business. Yeah. So she was just like, okay, I see where this is going. I'll stop while I'm ahead. Mm -hmm. 
Honestly, yeah, I was just gonna say, like, with all these stories of, like, men going down and, like, and women too, pirate women going down in those blazes of glory, <laughs> yeah. this is, in a way, a much more badass way. Exactly. Having the emperor of China just, like, begging at your feet <laughs> to please stop. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, okay. Like, okay, <laughs> I'll fine. I'll take my money. <laughs> That is so cool. Exactly. So in 1810, so let me say oh my again. God, it's been nine years. No, 18. Yeah, she was a pirate for nine years and only yeah. three years after her husband died. So she did all mm. of that. She gained 1,800 ships in that what time. What did I do in three years? Nothing. I know. I got a master's, but... Other than yeah. That, no. Nothing. No. She she mastered the seas. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. She's cool. Than that, I get it. <laughs> so deciding that pirate's life wasn't for her anymore, she did accept and she retired from privacy. Privacy. Piracy. <laughs> <laughs> she retired from piracy to privacy. Yes. And they gave her the title Lady by Imperial Decree. Oh shit. Yeah, afterwards. And then her son slash lover slash second husband became of course. a lieutenant for the Navy, actually. What? Yeah. They're the China Navy. <laughs> he was like, I'm not done with this boat business. Yeah. I'm going back. <laughs> he yeah, he was just like, I'm in it to win it. Yeah. So yeah. retire Jiangxi. She ran, basically, she ran a business. She ran a few businesses, actually. She, mm -hmm. in her retired 34 years, she ran a gambling house and she ran a brothel. And she lived as a very extremely wealthy noblewoman until she passed away. Wow. And if that is not the best ending for a pirate. Seriously, I love also that she was a noblewoman running a gambling house and a brothel. <laughs> yeah, lady by imperial decree. It's like seriously yeah oh man that is jungshi the pirate queen the roots, i guess that is awesome i mean again we don't condone violence blah blah yeah. blah, blah but that is awesome yeah that is a story and that is like she's obviously she one of the her best son. <laughs> yeah there were a couple twists and turns in there yeah oh man that is so cool i love that story i want to tell it to my children oh my god you will never when, be if, as badass as I, the ones I'll never have. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we have now covered the best. And I'm excited yes. to hear about the worst because I mean, it will be objectively the best. Mm -hmm. Like 80,000 people. Mine had 46, but we'll get to it. <laughs> 46. <laughs> I know, right? Pathetic. But that's the whole point because now I'm going to tell you about the worst pirate or one of the worst. I'm sure there were worse that never made it into history. But yes. I'm here to tell you about Steed Bonnet. That is like Steve, but with a D. Please make your dirty jokes now or hold your peace forever. Steed? <laughs> steed. Wow. Yes, S-T-E-D-E, -E, Steed Bonnet. His parents must have hated him. Well, yeah, they hated him so much that they died when he was six. So. Oh. <laughs> That's a lot <laughs> of hate. Sure that wasn't seriously. So Steed was born in um, 1688 in Barbados into a wealthy English family. And as I said, when his parents died, when he was um, six in uh, 1694... He inherited their estate of over 400 acres, which included, well, not the acres, but the estate included 94 slaves, which 
you know, of course it did. Can I can I make the <laughs> comment real quick that yeah, obviously where you come from and what you started with means nothing <laughs> because yeah, like Jung Shi came from poverty. Your boy right now, your steed. <laughs> Steed. Don't call him that. Don't call him my steed. <laughs> steed. I'm not gonna ride this steed. Oh god. Yeah, continue, please. Oh my okay. god. So yeah, he was a wealthy landowner, basically. Mm-hmm. And um it is not known where he received his education, but many knew him um many who knew him describe him as bookish, and this is mildly important. Mm-hmm. Um so Steed married Mary Allenby, the daughter of another prominent landowner, in 1709 when he was 21. Mm-hmm. So also pretty young. They had three sons, Allenby, Edward, and Steed, and a daughter, Mary. So basically they had one child with his wife's last name. Then they had Steed Jr., Mary Jr., and what I have to assume was their favorite child, Edward. Um, Why? Yeah. <laughs> I don't Man, know. people back then I just were not that. creative. Seriously, it's like, oh, I have a son. Let's call him like me. Yeah. I like this. Um, So fast forward to the spring of 1717 and Steed Bonnet decided to become a pirate, despite having no knowledge of ships or how to sail one. (laughs) Um, And according to a general history of the pirates, pirates with an Y by Charles Johnson, Mary's nagging and Bonnet's discomforts he found in the married state drove him to piracy. So basically his wife nagged him into piracy. Wow. Yes. Um... (laughs) To be fair, I also read that he, um, that being orphan and his first son, Allenby, dying in infancy may have put him in a somewhat depressed state. But I still think that going like, F this, I'm gonna be a pirate is like a very extreme form of dissociation. Yeah, I don't think (laughs) people usually do that, especially if you have like a wealthy life already. Exactly. And this state must, let's say 400 acres, you have space to just avoid each other. Yeah. (laughs) Just just do that. Why not just just like... I don't know, get some animals, start farming or something. Honestly, yeah, go go ride a steed, steed. Yeah, right. Oh my god, yeah. is he going to call his steed steed too? Oh no, he doesn't have a horse. He just he calls out steed ship. and then it's like his son comes up <laughs> steed, and like, what? Steed, <laughs> Yes, what? No, I meant the horse. Oh, okay, cool. God. Oh god. Um, Yeah, be that as it may, his, this natural born pirate gathered a handful of his best friends <laughs> and fellow man babies who felt their wives had too many opinions, boarded a merchant ship anchoring at Bridgetown at the break of dawn, killed everyone on board who wasn't willing to join him and sailed off. Wow. I'm kidding. He contracted a local shipyard to build him a ship, which he equipped with 10 guns and named The Revenge. I'm guessing on Mary. Um, Being the nerd that he was, he spent most of his time outfitting the captain's cabin and fortifying it with an uh, extensive library. (laughs) Again, this will be important later on. Who? So we have this nerd just you know hi and he also he hired his crew like he paid them wages instead of like that's sharing not a pirate <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's kind of the point of this whole thing and also just books in the sea already i can see a lot of things going wrong the smell also that but also like how did he recruit those people it's like hey i'm this rich white person i know nothing about ships but want to be a pirate with me come on let's do it i guess because they're let's like be pirates Maybe they are pirates if they only think about the money. They're like, sure, if you pay me. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> They're like, actual money? Amazing. Yeah. Right. Um, anyway, while he was building his um, the ship, he used the excuse that he was building a privateer ship to hunt pirates while planning on becoming a pirate. But the Royal Navy kind of saw through it and... Um, they reported when his ship left um, Carlisle Bay in Barbados 
And I love that he knew jack shit, like the boat was legally built, he had his people paid, and they were still like, some 18th century Navy James Bond was still like, we should keep an eye on that one. Yeah. And they were not wrong, actually, because um, in one of the biggest examples of fake it till you make it, Bonnet embarked on his pirate journey, which doubled as probably one of the earliest recorded cases of kids that's just going out to get some cigarettes. Because... <laughs> I don't know if he ever came, but now didn't say if he ever went back to Barbados once wow. to see his family. See ya. Exactly. It wouldn't want to be ya. <laughs> so um, Bonnet initially set out for the American mainland where he hoped to plunder ships without being recognized. And after dilling around there for a bit and actually taking ships and stealing supplies, the revenge set course for Nassau in September of 1717. This entire story is a very short time frame. Mm-hmm. So, Shorter um, than mine. I was going to say spoiler spoilers he'll be dead in like a year oh well (laughs) yeah i feel like that's not a spoiler you kind of see like the pasty white dude going out like i'm gonna be a pirate honestly it was either the gallows or skin cancer like one or the other was gonna get Mm -hmm. him um on the way the revenge encountered a spanish man-o-war which is basically a powerful warship and also what i'm calling my car from now on oh my god and um with no idea what he was doing he ordered his men to attack the men of war the um spanish vessel (laughs) and at the end of the battle half of his men were dead he himself was badly wounded and um with him being out of the way his officers were like okay let's just get out of here which is what they did my god and they fled to new providence in the bahamas the and i quote fabled republic of pirates I thought that was cool. Wow. Yeah. So Bonnet, evidently not badly wounded enough to embarrass himself, greeted the most notorious and dangerous man in the world wearing an expensive dressing gown. Oh my god, this <laughs> honestly how is this just real? Such a nerd. I don't know. I don't know. How is a, a movie so not just, made for, for like about this guy? I think I know he's in Assassin's Creed. I'm not sure if they stuck to the story, but yeah, he's in Assassin's Creed. Oh my god, I gotta play that then. I gotta like Yeah. See. I need to ask my sister about it because I know she played that one. Oh, oh my god. I'm, I'm so I think though, because I read his um his Assassin's Creed wiki page and I think they changed the story a little bit. Okay. Yeah. But still he's yeah. That's amazing that they put him in there. I know, right? Anyway, he begged the pirates to let him stay there so he could heal and repair his ship. And they did on one condition that he could keep the title of captain, Mm -hmm. but someone else would actually be um, sailing his ship. Yeah. And that was none other than Edward Teach, better known as Blackbeard. Oh. So, (laughs) yes. Him and his puny (laughs) ships. With his puny four ships. Yeah, I'm going to get, like, kind of get to that too. I was going to make a comment earlier, but I thought I would just stick to my notes for this. But um, while Blackbeard was fucking killing it, taking ships left and right and being just like this badass pirate bitch, (laughs) Bonnet spent his time reading and recuperating, probably patting himself on the back for being such an awesome pirate. Oh my god. While becoming more and more useless by the minute. Yeah, basically. One Captain Cod, whose merchant ship was taken on um, in October... 1717 described Bonnet as walking the deck in his nightshirt, lacking any command and still unwell from his wounds in the middle of a hostile takeover. So I'm not sure if he was just, if he was legitimately stupid or if he was just like airing out his balls of steel in his nightgown because what even is happening? Maybe he just had too much of that rum. Maybe. I mean, that would be a good excuse for once. I know, right? Um... (laughs) On November 17th, 1717, which is a beautiful number, yes, and my birthday. exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, Blackbeard took a 
200-ton slave ship called the Concord, which he renamed the Queen Anne's Revenge. Yes. Which, yes, which was his famous flagship that he used for some of his best pirating gigs, but only for a year, because then it ran aground, or like less than a year, yeah. then it ran aground and they just abandoned it, which I didn't know. They only used the, he only used the Queen Anne's Revenge for like a year. I feel like pirates, now that I'm just like listening to all these stories, pirates have very like they burn super bright and then just die off <laughs> super it's, quickly it's for seriously yes but that's also how you do not amass ships if you just abandon them once they run like the water's gonna come back yeah it didn't say if it was like <laughs> maybe it was just like <laughs> no. eh, yolo yeah. and it just yeah, went i'll on. find a better one yeah <laughs> i'll find a better ship <laughs> stupid water i'll find a better ship. <laughs> i'll steal a better ship <laughs> He'll steal a better ship. Yeah. So, yeah. So Blackbeard went one way on his Queen Anne and Bonnet um, was put back in charge of his revenge, still called the revenge. Mm-hmm. And he finally found a piracy strategy that worked for him. Oh, no. So what he did was when he was coming near a port, he would just sail up to a merchant ship. And invite the captain and the officers over for dinner. And because he looked so little like a pirate, the captains, like many captains, fell for it. And they would just be like, oh, yeah, sounds great. And they would, this happened even when the revenge still had the the black flag up. Like, this was still very evidently a pirate ship. And they were still like, yeah, great, let's have dinner. That's (laughs) that's how how much of a nerd this guy Yeah, that's how unintimidating he was. Exactly. And I just put in my notes, so yeah, nice oversight, guys. Because, come on, look up. Just once, look up. (laughs) So yeah, once the captain and the officers were gone, his men took over the ship and yeah shocker <laughs> that that worked <laughs> um and then i like this quote and this kind of transitions us into the next part it's um bonnet continued to sail in blackbeard's shadow alternating between incompetence and depression oh so, story of my life wow no now story. that sounds sad <laughs> <laughs> kind of does um so when he and blackbeard did meet again bonnet's crew were they were really happy with his like bullshit piracy style Mm -hmm. so they all joined blackbeard (laughs) of course yes and he ended up just being a guest on the queen anne's revenge because blackbeard put someone else in charge of the revenge of the other revenge yeah so many revenges i know right they those white men sound angry i know they're very vengeful (laughs) very much um but there was light at the end of the tunnel um because king george was handing out pardons trying to get pirates to go into privateering which would you know reduce attacks on the british ships and increase attacks on the ships of foreign nations which awesome (laughs) so bonnet was like yes and he sailed to charleston to apply or apply or like (laughs) i would like to apply for a pardon (laughs) i would like to become a privateer which he did get it and um so he became a lawful citizen again and immediately was like this sucks and returned to piracy because he's just the master of making great decisions for himself Mm -hmm. so he was planning on using pirateering as a guise as a disguise for his piracy action yeah um yeah he went to a place called topsail island (laughs) which so creative wow uh looking for blackbeard who had beached the revenge's crew robbed the ship and then just later dazed out of there (gasps) And after Bonnet got the revenge running again, he reinforced his crew by rescuing men whom Blackbeard had marooned on a sandbar. So Blackbeard just sounds like a lovely guy. I know, right? That's also not how you amass crew. (laughs) (laughs) It's really not. It's like, hey, hey, you guys, you guys. 
It's like hitchhiking. It's like picking up hitchhikers. Yeah. And I put down, those men probably told some obscure story about sea turtles at a later date. <laughs> Just how they got rescued. Yes, sea totally. Mate. Yes. With this back hair. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> um, although he continued to chase Blackbeard, he, Bonnet never, Steed, Steed never saw Blackbeard again. Um. <sighs> Uh, but being the genius that he was, he adopted the aliases Captain Thomas and Captain Edwards again to like hold up, have his pardon held up. So, you know, people thought it was someone else doing all the pir- pirating. And wow. Not so but smart. This, I know, right? And surprisingly, <laughs> this fooled no one. And yeah. um, he. He also renamed the Revenge the Royal James, which shockingly also fooled no one. Why? So it wasn't. These, all these names are the so same ship and the same person. Yeah, it's wow. like they know what you look like, and maybe the 1700s, but they know what you look like. Seriously, man, he's like the only frilly guy out there trying to be a pirate. Honestly, and he was said to like when he was on deck, he would often hold a book, just like the most pretentious water nerd you've ever seen. Exactly. Um. Right. So he obviously became the target of pirate hunters, mm-hmm. and in September 1718, the Royal James, along with two captured ships, had been anchored near the mouth of a small waterway in the estuary of the Cape Fear River, which is a really cool name. And estuary is basically like where the rivers like enter the sea. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to look that up because I didn't know the mouth. Yeah, the mouth. The mouth of the waterway in the estuary of the Cape Fear River. And they (laughs) had been there for 45 days um, to do repairs. And that's when one Colonel William Rett and his ships, the Henry and the Sea Nymph. Why? (laughs) the shit up. You know, I'm know, so man. glad that my pirate Jungshi <laughs> Just... did not name her 1800 ships. I love, she probably was just like, one, two, three, yeah. four, five, six. 7099, 7099. Yeah. She was just like, I don't care about the names. Exactly. We don't need names. We need results. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so William Red is a pirate hunter from South Carolina. So he shows up there. And now this clusterfuck of a battle begins. Oh, yes. I, I had to read this so many times because I was just like, is this, are, am I reading this right? <laughs> so here we go. Bonnet initially thought that the ships were merchant vessels. Mm-hmm. So he sent three canoes out to capture them, which capture I already them. know supposed to work. Yeah, or you don't know what that's supposed what? to do. Um, so <laughs> they got there and they were like, they saw all the guns and like the, you know, armed everything. They were like, oh shit. And they hauled ass back to the Royal James to warm Bonnet. And, you know, you'd think that Red would have had an amazing advantage, but the Henry had run aground what? in the river mouth. So they were just sitting there. <laughs> and this is honestly just like the battle of the worst seamen ever. Seriously? Um, so they went back to warn Bonnet. And um, by the time the sun had da- had come down and the tide had come up and the Henry was um, mobile again, Bonnet had come up. I should call him Steed. Yeah. Steed had come up with the amazing plan to move the 46 pirates from his three ships, because he was with two captured ones, all onto the Royal James and fight his way out to sea the next morning. Because the river, like the channels of the 
Cape Fear River were kind of like dangerous yeah. to navigate. So it was just like, we are going to just shoot our way out of here. Always a good plan. And always a good plan. Never goes wrong. So that nerd also wrote a letter to South Carolina's Governor Johnson, threatening to burn all the ships in Charlestown Harbor. Charlestown is Charleston now. Um, which I don't know if the letter ever got sent, but, you know, priorities. How do you even send a letter when you're in... <laughs> I, a ship. I really don't know. Was he just going to hand it to him personally once he got back? Once he'd fought his way out? And was then like, he can just here. like tell him in person. Here's, this is my strongly worded letter. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. So morning comes and Bonnet sets sail towards Red's force. And um, all three ships start firing, initiating the Battle of Cape Fear River. Ah, uh, yes. Awesome name. In theory. Mm -hmm. So um, Rhett's ships split up and try to bracket the Royal James, which would Steed <laughs> try to avoid by steering um, the Royal James close to the river's western shore. And it ran aground. Of course. <laughs> so, of course it did. So Rhett's ships are closing in, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And um, they the Henry runs aground again. So, and the other one's behind it, so it can't... <laughs> what is... Can't get Why closer. are they... <laughs> don't know this is like the most lackluster battle <laughs> it really is because it's like yeah no that yeah, no yeah so now only the henry is in range of the royal james and they're just shooting at each other and um <laughs> steed is actually at an advantage because his his ship is like capped away so like the the railing and the the ship are actually giving them some kind of cover, and then the Henry like the the deck is just facing yeah um Steed and his men, so they're just shooting at them wow. <laughs> and at each other. <laughs> yes, um yeah, and they do that for like five or six hours. They're just shooting at each other for five or six hours, and then the tide comes back and um puts Red's vessels back in the game, and the pirates are still stranded, unfortunately. So um Steed and his crew. Steed and his noble steeds finally yeah. surrender, but not before he ordered someone to blow up the powder magazine of the Royal James, which the guy almost did, but the crew was like, Gary, no. My God. I don't know if his name was Gary, but <laughs> seriously, I can like, imagine. He's like, just, why would you? He's just like, I saw this in a movie once, do it. <laughs> seriously, we should try this. We should try this. Guys, let's blow it up God. and swim away. I don't know. Um, and swim away with the busted ship honestly i mean they had two more i don't know what happened to them because they were yeah. basically abandoned but um so everyone was captured and but they were separated and then steed and one of his men tried to make a run for it <laughs> and they roped in um and i quote a slave and a native american for yet another one of his idiotic willy-nilly plans and of course red and his posse also what the article said not me his posse <laughs> found them and his crewmate was shot to death and the and i quote again the slave and the native american were wounded mm -hmm. so great and to make this white privileged stew even more delicious authorities in charleston didn't know what to do with steed because the law dictated that pirates should be hanged but he was a gentleman like he was a rich white person mm -hmm. <laughs> a rich white dude so you know whatever should they do with him we don't I mean, no. it's hard it's hard meanwhile steed was being held in a private home so he wouldn't have to share a cell with common men wow <laughs> i hate it i hate it so much <laughs> and um you cannot make this shit up he escaped again because of course he did because he was just chilling in a house he's, in, he's just in a house yeah <laughs> 
He's just in the house, yeah. So Colonel Red, probably super tired of Steed's shit by now, um, had to round him up and bring him back to Charleston again. How is he even... Does he just have pockets full of money and he's just like, you, come with me? I think so. And um, yeah, basically. And also one of... Um, it was also said that the people in Charleston actually traded goods with the pirates. So they were actually like pro-pirate factions in Charleston. They were like, no, don't hang the pirates. So there were, were act- there was actual there was actual like social unrest. These don't <laughs> sound like actual pirates anymore. No, this is just this is ridiculous. This guy's ridiculous. Yeah. And you know, to reinforce his immaculate ability to make horrible decisions, he defended himself in court, pleading <laughs> not guilty and apparently coming across as remarkably mentally unstable, which... Yeah, we already knew yeah, that from the beginning. He was, honestly. And yeah, anyway, he was sentenced to death. Wow. And I mean, that's the... <laughs> That's probably the <laughs> most pirate thing that he ever witnessed Seriously, in his life. Honestly, being hanged. Yes, and he shall. But um, before that, friend of the podcast, Charles Johnson. <laughs> I don't know why I called him that, but I want to read the book now. <laughs> wrote that Bonnet's visibly disintegrating mind moved ma- many Carolinians to pity, particularly the female population. And London papers later reported that the governor delayed his execution seven times. People were feeling so sorry for him (laughs) that his execution was delayed seven times because he seemed just like a nutcase. Yeah, that does not... He also just... (laughs) Do do they... I'm guessing they kind of... You know how when they hang people and stuff or like they say the list of like what their um, crimes are? Oh, I know that one. Two counts of piracy for stealing the two vessels that... um, that were with him in the Cape Fear River. And they actually had the the officers or the captains of those ships testify against him in court. <laughs> they were like, yeah, that's the guy who kidnapped us wow. and our ships. So two accounts of piracy. Two accounts. He must be so proud of himself. <laughs> he must be so proud of himself. Um, yeah. So despite people actually kind of rallying to get him, I don't know, pardoned or yeah. whatever, uh, he was hanged in Charleston, the artist formerly known as Charlestown, on December 10th, 1718, at only 30 years old. And that is the story of gentleman pirate, deadbeat dad, and full-time nerd Steed Bonnet. Wow. That's so... <laughs> he, like, barely did any pirating. He barely did any. You... He just chilled in his freaking yeah. captain's and then cabin. He's just- just like Blackbeard, can I can I hang out with you for a minute and then just <laughs> seriously? Can you teach me how to sail? God, I would like to think so, that his wife and children were just happily living their lives. Honestly, I I think so. I think so because I read that his daughter or his granddaughter, like they all married off really well, and okay. like they were. They were a prominent family in Barbados, like his wife's family. They were doing Pride and Prejudice over there. Exactly. They were just being like, okay, (laughs) you do that, dad, (laughs) I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, that was just, that was just such a riot, man. It was just one disappointment after the other. Really? Which is exactly what we wanted. There was no climax (laughs) at all. It was just like... There was not. He was trying Honestly, so the hard. final battle. Yes. He really was. Oh, was he? I, I can't don't even, even tell. know. He really wanted to, I think, but he just didn't Yeah, didn't have what it takes yeah. to be, a, be an efficient pirate. Nope. He 
did not have the brains or the bronze or <laughs> any of any it. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor Steed. Oh, yeah. Poor Steed. Yeah. <laughs> but I read this. It, 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 it just entertained me to no end, though. No. Especially the final battle with the, the ships moving and then getting stuck, like, almost immediately. Yeah. And getting stuck again. It's like, why? How? Aren't honestly, you supposed to be seamen? Yeah, his life, especially that, like, scene of them beaching <laughs> their ships, basically. <laughs> like, that would make a good comedy movie, I would think. It really would. We should write that. I know, right? Let's should write pitch the- it. Exactly. The story of Steed Bonnet. Yes. Bonnet. Bonnet. <laughs> I, will kept, I kept wanting to say Bonnet because it looks so French. Yeah. Stayed Bonnet. Stayed Bonnet. But yes, that was the best and worst pirates that we wanted to talk about. Yes, we really did. And it was everything I wanted and more. <laughs> yes. So that was our special Pirates episode. Mm-hmm. Hope you all liked that because we reached <laughs> the total polar opposite. New opposites. heights and new lows. Yes. yes. <laughs> and now let us talk about one of our favorites, our loves, yes. Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> yes. And our favorite movies from the franchise. Yes, exactly. Because I think Pirates of the Caribbean really, you know, fanned the flame of our love of pirates <laughs> almost at piracy it's like i love looting yeah but the movies were i remember watching them in theaters mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> the last one we watched in 4d oh and god they sprinkled yeah. water on you it was the worst what? that's like the worst kind of movie to you're just constantly being sprayed because it's just you're them at sea Exactly, and in general, I wouldn't mind that, but my popcorn <laughs> got so wet. Ew. It's yeah. disgusting. Never do 4D. Never do 4D. But yeah, I mean, the sequels, like 4 and 5, I still enjoy them because I just enjoy yeah. things for the sake of... Entertainment. You know, them being... Exactly, yeah. and them being part of the franchise that I love. But the first three... Uh-huh. Could, can you pick a favorite? I don't know that I can. I honestly... I love how epic three is i was just gonna say i was just gonna use that exact same word three is epic and also i forgot to mention this when i was doing my pirate but um chung she she actually mm-hmm. the um she actually makes a cameo no she does. yes but because yes. in pirates one three she's one of the pirate kings like mistress yeah. Ching. she that's yeah she was based off of that pirate which is yeah, amazing. and she looks oh, she looks so badass in that too. I know. No one knows how she actually looks like in real life, or like how yeah, she looks sense, like, yeah. but still, yeah. So I really yeah. love three because everything comes together, and that like entire scene with the whirlpool is just like crazy. Yes. Yeah. God, I still love um, their negotiations on that sandbag. Oh yeah. With oh god, and I really I don't know why but i really enjoy lord beckett not in a way that i'm like on his side yeah. but he's such a good villain no he and is he was so easy to hate exactly but there was no also there was, it was not ambiguous it yeah. wasn't and also just like his ending though was just so like hit you in the field it's just good business yes. oh man 
Beautiful. But also, I think an honorary mention for me is just... Because Pirates 4 had mermaids, and I love the mermaids so much. Oh, for sure. For sure. That was awesome. I like that they made them... You know, kind of that. Also, the original idea behind it, them being like dangerous creatures. Yeah. And you know, the movie utilizing it like that—that that was really I cool. I love it. Eat yeah. those men. And just like seriously, <laughs> fishtail slapping them off the dinghy. It was so good. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. <sighs> pirates. <laughs> pirates. Can you tell we love Am pirates? Right? Yeah. But yes. If you love pirates too. <laughs> Watch the movies and also... <laughs> exactly. Listen to a pirate podcast. Yes. It's on every week after our Mark podcast. Uh, yes. Our K-pop and pirates. Mm-hmm. K-pop pirates. K-pirates. Pirates. Yes. Which we will get to. We'll get yes, to our K-pirates at we some will. point. <laughs> but yeah, if you liked our podcast, please make sure to subscribe for more. We will do this for all of eternity until we don't feel yes. like it anymore. <laughs> Exactly, because we love it. Yeah, we really do love it. It's honestly fun for us, and hopefully it's fun for you. Yeah. And if it was fun for you, please make sure to review and rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else that you are able to, because it really <laughs> will help us out a lot. Exactly. And I just tried really hard not to say if it was as good for you as it was for <laughs> yeah. us. But um, if it was, you can also find us on Twitter at Soulgazers and Instagram at Soulgazing, where we will post information about our episodes. We post our Korean word of the word and phrase of the week on Instagram. And we also always have tiny tidbits going on on both Twitter and Instagram. So definitely check them out. Yes. And in the meantime, we will see you next week with another amazing topic. And until then, goodbye. Goodbye and yo-ho. <laughs> yo-ho. Why is the rum always gone? <laughs> <laughs>